What would you do if you got scammed? Would you suffer in silence or would you do something about it? Well, I got scammed once and this is the story of what I did. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, a true crime podcast from The Ringer. And for seven episodes, we're hunting a con man, a guy with a lot of aliases, a guy who's ruined a lot of weddings. And with the help of some friends, I just might be able to catch him. Listen to The Wedding Scammer on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. We got a shocker to discuss. I'm here with Callie Curry. Certainly, we will be beginning with The Golden Bachelor. Callie, we are quite wrong. Yeah. Gary has selected Teresa as his second woman going to Costa Rica with him. What did you think? I know he did that, but it's unbelievable. So... I, I think I, one thing I've been reflecting on, I had dinner with my friend Helen last night and mm-hmm. she was like, I think that, I think that he's going to pick Teresa because like, why else would there be such a big cliffhanger? Like, what are they trying to trick us for? And she was right. I'm just like, have we become really gullible on this podcast? Like, we're like, yeah, Ellen, or are we just seeing what we want to see? Like, how did we get this so wrong or did the show trick us? I don't think the show tricked us. I think that Gary's making bad decisions. And <laughs> that's fine. Back on him. I think that... Okay, so I had to come up with a theory because I was so shocked. So shocked. I cannot believe this. I thought Faith might win. And I really wanted her to win. You were out on Faith, but I loved I loved Faith. Two theories. First theory is it's Leslie. And, he's, and he, he knows it. He knows it's Leslie and he's like, my second strongest connection is with Faith. Mm. And I would rather leave her now than get her all the way to me or her basically waiting for me to propose and me having to say no. Like it's going to be a lot easier to say no to Like end it now. Sever it now before it gets even more serious. Yeah. Okay. And then seeing him cry at the women tell all, I'm like, okay. Maybe the that's tears what's happening here. We're flowing. They were. Yeah. Oh my god. I've actually. I'm not like obsessed with Gary. I like him, but I thought it was really sweet how he was most upset about how he broke his promise to her kids. Mm-hmm. That seemed pretty genuine. I thought that was like really heart heart wrenching. And he seems like a good guy. That's like a very sweet thing to say. And we've talked about this. How we're like, hey, I'm not that emotionally attached to this. Da da da. I felt 
horrible for Faith. It was she hard was to watch. She was so upset. Their hug, I was, it was like, this is really awkward. I was like, can you please make this stop? It's so sad. Yeah, it was too much for and me. She was like, like, I didn't like watching her She was her sobbing. Sad. Yeah, she, she wasn't mm-hmm. just sad. She was sobbing in a way where speak. like... Yeah, and she was like hiding her head in his, the crook of his neck. It was like really sad and also really intimate. I was like, oh, these people do really have strong feelings for each other. And I'm like, I, we shouldn't be seeing this. It's too too private. Well, even before Gary came out and she was talking, seeing all the other women, like, oh my God. Like they all felt so bad for her. They, I think they all seemed shocked too. I think they were all surprised. Well, I don't know if Teresa's fan club's sitting over there. So I'm sure <laughs> they were shocked and also like, how? Because that's how I felt. So is that your theory that he's like likes her so much that he's like, we just need to end it now because it's not you? That's my first theory. Okay. Second theory. <sighs> that he, well, it's not much of a theory, but that he just picks Teresa. If he picks Teresa, it's going to be truly <laughs> shocking. I, I can't, I cannot believe it based on how he didn't say, I love you to the family. I will be so surprised if he picks Teresa. I think that here's what I think ended it with Faith. I think that like he's really attracted to her and does quite like her, but I think their lifestyles are just like not compatible. So I've different. Got, yeah. I've gotten a lot of feedback on the locale of Benton City, Washington. And while it is close <laughs> to wine country in that part of our country, it is like really rural and like not near anything. Like it would, it's sort of like it's literally would be like riding off into the sunset. In like the kind of literal way. And I don't think he wants that with his family. So I don't know. I think, I think it was really a lifestyle thing. He's like, this is not going to work with being close to his family in mm-hmm. Indiana. And, you know, I just think like the rural lifestyle and like becoming a cowboy is not in the cards for him. <laughs> becoming a cowboy. I, I think <laughs> that also her being like, I am not leaving my kids and him probably thinking, well, I ain't leaving my kids either. So one of them was going to have to give. And I, maybe you said this last week, so maybe you were right where he's like, I don't really want to take you from your kids either. Yeah. I mean, I clearly, he like really cares about family and I don't know. I just think, I just think that like there, it was not a match. There was too many logistical factors to get in the way, which is like maybe the most adult thing to happen on the show in a way where he's just like, yeah, yeah, I really feel for you, but I don't see it working out. And why drag it, drag it along? Like we should just make that decision now. So faith but out. Did it make it any easier? <laughs> I felt, I, I really felt for her. I, I was just like, so surprised. Also, I think that everyone kind of more or less likes each other. Teresa certainly seems to have fewer friends than like basically everyone else. Yeah. I would have a hard time being passed over in favor of Teresa. I would just be like, are you fucking serious? Well, that's how I felt watching it. I was like, what? I know. He cannot be for real. (laughs) Teresa just doesn't seem fun. At least Faith, you got activities. Like what activities is Teresa bringing to the table? Only thing I can think of is that her jog to Gary was strong. He like, won, her, of that, won him over? <laughs> that's the only thing that I've seen from her that I'm like, oh, she's capable. We did say, or I did say, that last week meeting her family made me think like, okay, maybe Teresa's getting a bad edit and she's not that bad, but still boring. Yeah, really boring. Also, 
One thing that I really liked was that Kathy didn't take anything back. She was like, could I have been more delicate? Could I have been one to zip it? Yes, I've learned that. But she didn't say anything like, oh, actually, Teresa's a nice person. She just was reflecting on her own behavior. (laughs) Yeah. She's basically saying, do I regret what I said? No. Do I regret how I said it? Maybe. A little bit. I love Kathy. I'm like ready for a Kathy show or a Kathy podcast or something. I don't know. She's great. Kathy and Susan clearly carried a big chunk of the show. And even in the Women Tell All, they got a lot of time, which was nice. Susan got so much time. My biggest complaint Mm -hmm. about this this show, so much farting. I'm just like, who is this for? I guess people find it funny, but like, I don't need to hear Sandra's really long fart. I didn't really need all, I didn't need like extra bloopers (laughs) about like the meatballs versus the guacamole. Maybe I'm approved or like I, yeah. That scene was like three minutes. It was really long. Or guacamole. Yeah. Yeah. It was really long. And also like maybe for one person it's one thing and for another it's something else. Like, I don't know. We're not all the same. But I just, I don't want potty humor from The Bachelor. No, I I don't like it. Well, I don't don't want it anywhere. Me neither. Especially on this show. I think that people or they think even though they had it on Bachelor in Paradise too, but I feel like they specifically like did it on this season because people are like old women are farting and it's just like okay like would they have done this the other way around they're not going to show like a bunch of guys farting like they never do it it's always the women i know it's like is it trying to like humanize them in some like really misguided way i i don't get it it's like it's not funny not a good good editing choice i would have appreciated way more like them doing each like helping each other like get glam or like talking about like just random stuff like I like all that friendship stuff or like the sex talk or like even like have them taking shots I don't care all that almost anything else also in general farting is disgusting like I just don't want to hear ever from anyone especially not in person but I have a pretty cute sense of smell so yeah I I wouldn't say something I really care about or, you know, think it's funny. I liked that the women were all like, this is a show, sure, about romance, but really about... And then Jesse, like, finished the sentence. He's like, hope. And they are all wanting to say friendship. And they're like, oh, it's, just about, <laughs> it's just about friendship. I do feel like reality TV is bending in the direction of Bachelor Party, where, like, a lot more of what we're getting on the extended Survivor episodes is, like, people just, like, hanging out and the the relationships of Survivor. And I feel like with Bachelor in Paradise... And with Bachelor, there's a lot more like friendship. And I feel like we talk about that a lot about, at least I do, how all the friend stuff is what makes me like shows, not necessarily the romance because the romance is so hard to buy into. Yeah. No, also, I just think like the relationship dynamics in general are fun. Like whether they became really close or they don't like someone or whatever, like that's more interesting than the people that are actually falling in love. Yeah. Yes, I I definitely agree. I was going to say also... I think in general, Jesse did a pretty good job. He was great. But he does this thing whenever it's a serious topic, he like lowers his voice and like almost whispers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's like, hello, Faith. How are you doing today? Faith, I know this is really hard for you to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, you can talk normal still. He also, he does like sideline talk, but in like hushed tones. He's like... (laughs) It's like after, you know, it's like Travis Kelsey, you're the record holder receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Tell us what that means to you. Like that's like Aaron Andrews or whatever. And Jesse's like, Faith, 
I know that going home at this point was really hard. Tell us what that means to you. And it's like exactly the same, (laughs) but just like taking like an octave lower. Soft whisper, but same, same direction. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's not a question. It's like a prompt. It's sort of like filling out like an essay, like an application. Tell us what this means to you. Or like, who are the five people that influence, influenced you most? (laughs) Explain. It's, It's not an interview. I feel like he's inter- he's influenced by podcasts. Like he stopped, well, everyone is. He stopped asking questions. He just offers prompts and hopes the other person responds. Much like how I talk to you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And then hopefully you respond with more. <laughs> you think Jesse is though? I feel I like think he just like, has a one track. He's, he's, we've talked about this. Like he is up and willing to take any hosting job. He is in his hosting bag. I love it. Get the, get the bag, man. He's about to have a kid. He needs to provide for his family. I didn't know he was about to have a kid. Did you tell yeah. him that? His wife's pregnant. Um, I think I did. Mm, I don't think so. She's coming in January, which is good because they aren't usually okay. filming in January. So well-timed. Good job, everybody. Last thing on Jesse. He said at the end in three weeks. So here's the schedule. Glad yeah, you brought okay. it up. Very glad you brought it up because I actually have been doing some planning. I think maybe he meant the after the final rose or something, but here's the deal. I'm going to read you the schedule because it's going to inform our schedule as well. And yesterday I was looking into this. Okay, so next week is Fantasy Suites. See you then. The following week is Thanksgiving, so that's in two weeks. And then in three mm. weeks on the 30th is the two-hour finale. So I think that's what he meant. Okay. But next week we're going to Costa Rica. Yeah, I guess I, I guess usually fantasy suites is three people, so that's what's throwing me off. I'm like, how is next week not the finale? But okay. Yeah. Question for you, logistically, including COVID and everything else. There's a, there's a bite. I want to talk about the scenes for next week. There's a bite of Gary being like, old pe- people my age, we're still knocking boots. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Liked the phrasing. <laughs> How many... So Gary was with his wife from the time they were 17 till five years ago. How many women do you think that he has slept with in the last five years? Like, what would you put his number at? Zero. Wow. Okay. What do you think? I mean, initially I was like zero, but I was like, no, I just don't think so. I was like, logistically, it seems hard, but I feel like, I feel like it's got to be like one or two. I think it maybe also would have come up already. He doesn't like he's like holding back, but I feel like maybe he would have been like, I haven't been with anyone like since Tony or whatever. Maybe he'll say it next week, but I think he's I think got that's it. what he's going to say. I'm going to put it at two. Yeah, Cause like, does he date anyone in the meantime? He hasn't mentioned it, but he's, is a catch. I have a hard time believing he hasn't dated at all in the last five years. <sighs> COVID definitely put a damper on it. I'm sure. But like, for sure. But, also, I think that after a relationship like that, I just don't think you're just going to go and I was going to say fuck, but saying fuck and talking <laughs> about some Gary just really <laughs> threw me off. I just don't feel like he's going to go and have intercourse with someone so quickly. <laughs> I feel like he's going to want real feelings involved. It doesn't seem like really? he's had real feelings. Since Tony. I don't know. Based on this show, I think he catches feelings pretty quickly and easily. Well, apparently he was in love with three women 
even though he only told two, but he sent one of them home. So so bizarre. The other thing I noticed, and I did a double take and a pause, is that I think one of his daughters, I think it's his daughter, looks a lot like a young Ellen. Did you clock that? No. Oh my God. Look at this woman, this blonde. She looks like Ellen to me. I'm showing Callie this person right now. She's sitting on the couch. I think it's his daughter and his granddaughter, or maybe his two daughters. I'm not sure what's going on here. But this one woman, one of these women looks a lot like Ellen to me. Those are his daughters? I think so. They're grilling Teresa yeah, and Leslie. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Is she not Ellen? I, mean, I wish you all could see us right now. <laughs> she does look a lot like a young Ellen. How old Thank are they? you. I don't know. Maybe this is his sister. Actually, I could see this being his sister. It kind of looks like him. Do you think this is what? Gary's sister? <laughs> well, I don't know how old his daughters are. How old? Gary's 72. His daughters Two? are probably like my, our age, like in, his, in their 30s. Yeah, sure. 70. No, no. Gary's 70, right? Not 72. I think he's 71. 71. So his daughters are probably like late 30s. Late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. Assuming Gary had kids earlier would be my guess. Yeah. Which yeah, I so think maybe makes sense. even yeah. mid 40s. Yeah. I don't think that woman was mid 40s. Do you? I think it was his sister, now that I think about it. <laughs> okay. Which is even weirder. So he was dating so Ellen, like his sister. Ellen and Gary are related. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. One of Gary's family members looks a lot like Ellen. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I can't tell anyone's age. Also, whoever that woman is, that the Ellen look like, she looks good. It looked like Gary. It must have been his sister. Yeah. I mean, if it is his sister, she looks great if she's in her late 60s. I mean, he looks great at 71, so. Yeah, that's true. He, he would, looks really good. Why would be surprised? All right. Let's talk yeah. about Paradise. Wait, last thing before we go yeah. to Paradise. I did overall like the general consensus that all the women that were there that are no longer with Gary are happy they went on the show. They feel like it reinvigorated them. They seem ready for love. I just couldn't tell if they were all pitching themselves for Bachelorette, Golden Bachelorette, because they were all like, now I'm ready. I'm ready. I want it. It has to be Joan, I feel. I feel certain it'll be Joan or Ellen as a backup, but probably Joan. I think Joan... I'm happy with that. I like Joan. Uh, a couple other things I liked about this. Thank you for for holding us here. One, I like that Joan said my daughter had a pretty bad case of postpartum depression. I feel like just like saying that is not common, yet it happens all the time. And I thought it was cool that she was just like, it was an emergency and I had to go home and this is why. And then we just like moved on. I was like, that's like actually and like a public she's service. she's doing great now. Yeah. That's like a public service in my opinion. I was really glad it happened. I also like that Joan was like, there was literally zero question in my mind. Yeah. Like I was going home to my daughter. Yeah. And to your point, I don't think people talk about it a lot, but I think postpartum depression is, uh, I think insanely common to the point where I think every woman has it to some degree, but it can just obviously vary to like very mild to severe. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. And then number two, you know, this idea of like being seen has become like a bachelor watchword or buzz phrase, like buzz phrase of like, I feel seen. But the, the women being like, I felt like I wasn't invisible. Like someone like saw me 
I thought was also kind of interesting because I feel like that is really true too. Like people just get written off as they get older unless they're like the president. Yeah. <laughs> well, He's yeah, old. The older you get, the, the more important you are in politics. I think also hearing the women's CSA, I feel, I felt seen at this age is different for me than when a 25, hot 25 year old says it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Get a like, grip. Plenty of people see you. Just cool, cool yeah. it. <laughs> we all see you. Yeah. So I think hearing these women say that, I was like, oh yeah, you know what? It probably feels really good at that age. Yeah, definitely. And exciting and just like different. So I'm happy mm-hmm. for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that about me going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1725? 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. All right. We're going to move on to Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, God. What the fuck, John I Henry? love Bachelor in Paradise, but I'm just... I, I, I can't stand Kat. <sighs> yeah. And it's hard for me to believe she's better in person. It's really hard for me to believe that. John Henry's got to be one of like the dumbest people ever to be on the show. <laughs> I mean, what the well, fuck? <laughs> I think that John Henry is like... I am not marrying anyone. And I think Kat's so I'm going to really go hot, for the most so like, fun. Whatever. Yeah. He probably was really into I don't think like, he the hot actually tub thing. takes Kat seriously. Does he take anything seriously? Yeah, I don't know. Also, to your point, he's a, a vibrating tongue ring tells me you're pretty sexual. There's just no other reason for you to have it. Oh, so of course, yeah. yeah, maybe the hot tub thing to him was kind of like, eh. Which, well, interesting, we have not heard or seen the boom, boom, boom at all this season. I know. I also noticed that he basically stripped down when he got into the hot tub. Like, he wasn't wearing swim trunks or he was wearing some, like, set, which I thought was fine. And then all of a sudden, he's, like, in his underwear in, in the uh, hot tub, which, like, also, like, I'm not, like, objecting to that, but I'm just like, yeah, he's, he's eager to just move things along, I yeah. think. So I think that's why he chose... 
cat. But also, it's just alarming to me that every single person other than the mean girls mm-hmm. are like, how the fuck did you choose cat? Like, they all like Olivia. I know. And they all don't like cat. Like, Tanner has slowly but surely gotten to the point where he actively dislikes cat. Yeah. I feel like Tanner, in a very short period of time, has moved from wanting to like be around the hottest, like stereotypically hottest people to like actually finding a connection. I thought his thing with Rachel was like actually kind of sweet. Mm-hmm, and Rachel too. seems like the kind of person who like wants to like connect and like make a lot of eye contact. And I obviously like respect it. And also like for as oblivious as Jade said, and as dumb as John Henry is, I feel like Olivia is actually the opposite. She's like really quick and she's really witty like the way that she talks is like they must be so happy to have her on the show because she's funny like when Um, she was like doing everything possible to keep her on this show yeah but she's she's good when she's like 25 8 i was like i was like wondering i was like is that like a a a generation alpha thing that i'm not aware of but i was like that's funny like the way that she talks to the camera is really say that is really entertaining and like she is too good for john henry he can't keep up with her no. Yeah. I mean, even her transition from like being really sad to happy when... <laughs> Which was like kind name? of crazy. I think his name was Michael. Mike, when Michael came down. Right. But I'm saying her talking, she was like, I was sad and mad. And now I'm like, hey, hello, what's up? How yeah. are you? Like just yeah. like, stuff like that. I'm she's like, like yeah, an you... entertaining, engaging presence. I'm like really glad yeah. to have her on the show. I'm like, she's got to be here. Because if not, who is narrating this? I know. They've been relying on Tanner a lot. It's kind of alarming. I'm just like, Tanner's also not that bright. He's definitely brighter than John Henry. Tanner and... Oh, fuck. I think his his name is Peter. 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 Peter, who's with the Canadian... Sam. Canadian Sam. Sam. There you go. You're doing great with names. (laughs) Thank you. Canadian Sam and Peter also are like narrators. And I'm like, because there is no one else. I really like Canadian Sam. It makes me want to watch her Bachelor seasons or Bachelor in Paradise Canada. I like Canadian Sam, but I also like the Canadian Sam and Peter have been great narrators. They're great for They've given us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember Marie from the challenge slash one of the yeah. last seasons of the real world? Canadian Sam reminds me of Marie. Yeah, I see it. I see it. And Marie was also good on TV. So there you go. Kat's just like really a very mean person. She just, she just is. And like the way that she talks to Olivia is fucked up. And it really makes me dislike Mercedes and Kylie. 100%. And even further, I feel like Mercedes, but the fact that Mercedes and Kylie are dating like best friends, Avon and Tyler, Tyler, just, it makes me think they're all like pretty immature and they're just sort of like all looking to like reinforce, like feeling like they're like in the in crowd. And I've, I've turned on all of them. I've turned on all of them as well. I was texting my friends about this because I thought I liked Kylie. But as the season's gone on, the Twitter exchange and even Avon, which I, I know, know Avon's fucking you. chiming in. Yeah. No, it's thanks, just Avon. Not great. Like when I think it was Glitter Girl and Eliza were both like, oh God, does Olivia know this is happening when John Henry went to the hot tub with Kat? And Avon was like, does, does Olivia know what, what's happening? And it's like, Avon, like, ugh. I know. It's really... You were and, so and also, kind with Rachel. And now I'm like, they seem like the mean girl. Like the mean girls. They that are. Like They're always sit like sitting together. And like make fun of each other or make fun of other people. 
Like even her being like, yeah. And then she put a hand in my face and I was just like, oh, what the fuck? I don't even like, it's just, I don't know. I just don't like it. I do. I don't. Bad vibes. You know, I I don't know if this is a stretch or a reach. You'll tell me, but I do feel like Kat is also like playing into some, like some racist tropes with Olivia. Like, I feel like there's like a lot of microaggressions going on, like a lot. And I think Kat lives in the microaggressions and probably has no idea that she's doing it. But I mean, I just feel like there's been like multiple issues at this point where I'm just like, not great, Kat. Yeah, especially when she's like, you put a hand in my face and she's trying to make it seem like she's just like really classic, like, oh, you're angry or like, why are you shouting? Yeah. Like, just like things like that. And I'm, it also makes me dislike her even further. She's no self-awareness. None. I mean, none. And she really only cares about herself. Yeah, 100%. I want to talk about Glitter Girl. Glitter Girl had my favorite line of the week, which was... I, I kind of admired it. I would, I could never imagine talking to a guy that I was like, not like long-term <laughs> dating this way when she was like, I miss you telling me how good I look and I miss all of your compliments. I was just like, okay, we know what you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Which last week, Julia, or Monday when we were, or Tuesday, I don't know, whenever we Tuesday. recorded part two, you yeah. literally said, well, we know Glitter Girl loves compliments. That's her love language. <laughs> you said that. And when I was watching this, I was like, wait, fuck, did Juliet already watch this? Like, it was crazy that you said that sentence. And then when she was talking to Blake in nine different ways, she told him that her favorite things about him was how he compliments her. Yeah, she's, well, I, I think- missed how you complimented me. I, I missed why, like when I come down and you tell me how good I look, I miss you <laughs> hyping me. I was just like, how many ways are you going to tell him that you're like, that you love him complimenting you? And that's all, that's all she cares that's about. That's all she likes about him. Like, I, I don't know that she cares about anything else. And then at the very end, she was like, and you know, I miss your presence and how I feel when you're, you're around. It's <laughs> a bonus too. Like, okay. <laughs> I think I picked up on it when she was like wearing that, when she was wearing that bikini that she and Mercedes were discussing. I think it was Mercedes when she was like this, uh, she was, you know, it it like looked like it was sheer, but it wasn't. It was just like matched her skin. And she was like, yeah, I just want Blake to notice so he can like tell me it looks good. (laughs) I was just like, oh my God. I mean, she cares deeply about a compliment. I'm surprised that Mercedes and Tyler seem to be strong and while Jess and Blake are also like still going strong. I'm like, didn't you guys all do like a, like a wife swap here? Like what's going on? Well, there has been no chatter about Tyler pulling glitter girl saying he wants to get to know her better, making out with her. And then nothing. I know, Tyler didn't nothing. tell Mercedes glitter girl didn't tell Blake and like, no one's going to know till they watch it this week. It's pretty weird. Like, did that no, just get crazy. erased? I'm like, is this eventually going to come out? Are we going to do some sort of question game? And they're going to be forced to tell people that they made out while Blake was on the date? Or maybe people know and they don't care. I don't, does Mercedes know? Does Doesn't anyone seem know? like it. She it's said really weird. while they were talking, like, you're just so honest with me. And it's so nice, like how honest you are. And I was like, did they purposely edit it this way? Because we all know he's not being honest. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I don't know. I I, I wanted to like Mercedes, but uh, she's not giving me much to to, to grab yeah, onto. I, mean, I don't dislike her out of the mean girls. She's who I dislike the least because she's doing the very least. Yeah. Yeah, she's um, just like no enamored of Tyler. That the girls that or the women that in general we think are good people like Rachel, like Eliza, they're all like, this doesn't feel great. I don't like how she's going about it. I don't like yeah. how she's talking about Olivia. Like, I just, I, I don't know. It's bizarre. I'd like to discuss Brayden and Becca. Uh, I knew you were going to come back to Brayden <laughs> with all of this. <laughs> okay. Jesse looking for Becca and then talking to her. I was like, is this real? Did they really like not notice she wasn't there? I was so it confused. It real because the cameras were definitely not set up. They were <laughs> running around. And Jesse like looked confused. And then... There was a lot of jiggling. The cameras were like, uh-oh, where are we going? Like, I felt then, like I was running through the beach trying to find Becca. What do you think happened? I don't fucking know. I will say... They were making out that know. night what season she's from, she looked fucking incredible in her rose yeah. ceremony dress. Seeing yeah, her walk away, I was like, Jesus, she is A++. Well, no idea what happened. The rose ceremony night, they're making it seem really long. Maybe they were always this long, but I feel like it seems like it's like four to five hours. Like Jesse comes in at like eight or nine and then they actually do it at like 2 a.m. or something because it just seems like so much happens on every night, basically. Like there were so much... Like, I think the Olivia, sorry, I think the cat hot tub thing was on the rose ceremony night, if I recall correctly. And I, yeah. I'm just like, what happened for Rebecca and Brayden? Because they started the night making out. I'm not sure. We have no information, like none. <laughs> and she didn't give us anything. Like, Jesse was trying to pull out, like, what's happening. And she was just like, I just don't know if it's real or not. Like, well, why don't you stay and find out? Yeah. Like how does how does leaving do anything and why do you feel that way anyways? I don't know. <laughs> it was so so confusing. And I thought Jesse handled it well. I liked seeing him like put into like a real-time situation where he had to adapt cuz you know, we know he's a big planner and script reader and I thought he handled it well. Yeah. He did great. You know who else handled it great? Brayden. Brayden was kind of like, "All right, well." I like that he gave Olivia the rose. Come get your rose. And then Seeing Kat talk about that, like, what was that about? Like, I know, like, it's a personal affront. He, she thinks everything is about her. Everything. I know. I know. It's it's painful, and it's just like you got John Henry. Like, enough. Like, you, you move on. Also, it's really being like this is mean. the happiest I've been on the beach. She's not even happy because she got John Henry. No. She's happy that she beat she, like Olivia. one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I've lost all sense of time. I'm just like, how long has John Henry been there? How long were Olivia and John Henry like coupled up? Like, I've never had less of a sense of timeline on this I show. I feel like they were coupled up for at least like a week and a half, maybe two. They also, also, Davia was like, I've only, I can't believe I was here such a short period of time, but I'm like, Davia was on three episodes. Like, how, how long was she there? How many times has Tanner made <laughs> I don't out know. with someone? And Tanner and Davia seemed great. And I want to be like, John Henry, do you understand what's happening? He left Kat for anybody. He does not even <laughs> like Davia. He just wanted to get away from Kat. How do you not see that? I was surprised he didn't give his rose to Davia. I thought that was legit. Me too. I was just like, I thought he was interested in her. <laughs> Me too. So that's why when he didn't, I was like, oh, he just really didn't like Kat. Yeah. And she does suck. 
I like Tanner and Rachel as a couple. I think that's, that would be cute. I like them as a couple too. I'd be very happy for Rachel to kind of like walk away with the bell of the ball. You know what I mean? Me too. Everybody she deserves wanted, it. Everybody wanted Tanner. He's he obviously very hot. Like very good looking. And honestly, like even him narrating, I'm like, he seems kind of great. Yeah. Like I he have seems... agreed with almost everything he said. I think we like him because he doesn't like Kat and like he sees through it well, completely. Not even him not liking Kat. I feel like he's slowly gotten into it. Like I feel like he didn't want to diss her right away. And mm-hmm. I like how he's navigated it. Mm-hmm. And now he's gotten to the point where he's like, yeah, she sucks. And I have no idea what John Henry's doing. <laughs> John Henry just wants to bang, and so does she. I hope they go to the boom room. I really loved how Tanner and Blake were like comforting Olivia. Like it seems yeah, like too. Olivia has like made friends with people. Like, Brayden really likes her too. Mm-hmm. Brayden and Aaron both yeah. were like, she deserves this. Like they both really like her. They all like her. Yeah, she's. I mean, she seems fun. I understand why. Also, watching her work out with Peter was fun too. I was just like. You know, they're just kind of Peter doing, and Tanner, right? Yeah, with the with the bands when they were like doing. Yeah. I I was just like, she seems like she can hang. She seems cool. Mm-hmm. She might be too much of yeah. a cool girl for Cat, and Cat's like per, per, like threatened by a lot of people, but particularly mm-hmm. Olivia. I don't think that Olivia is like actually cool in real life. No, but I think she can like hang with guys without it. Like, yes, I think that only she can being hang out, with like guys, dating, but like. I think Kat's been cool her whole life and you can tell that she operates that way. Like, I'm so important. Everybody loves me. I think she's been pretty her whole life. I don't know if she's been cool. Well, I don't don't think she's cool, but I think she's been in the cool girl circle her whole life. I think she's gotten male attention. That's my read on it. And so when she's like not getting it, she doesn't know how to function. But even her being close with Mercedes and Kylie, like I think they are the normal cool girls at school. It doesn't mean they're actually cool. It doesn't mean that like most people like them. I think they've just been the cool girls. You know, it was funny when Michael pulled Kylie, pageant voice came out and I was thinking about our conversation and Olivia's uh, tweet. I was like, oh, there's the pageant (laughs) voice. (laughs) Yeah. I remember Michael, but he is quite the charisma. I don't know if he's, he's got mad Olivia riz. Is that what you're saying? Sh- sure. <laughs> that was for Jane, our producer. Pick- <laughs> <laughs> Why? For because I think I once asked her what, what riz. I once asked her what riz meant. Oh, so there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if he actually has riz, but um, he and Olivia, I feel like, would be great together. Yeah, two big personalities. They would be a fun date to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to pick her. I hope he does. I don't think he'll pick Kylie because I feel like she would say no. Oh. Yeah, I don't think he's picking Kylie. I liked Mercedes. I, I thought Mercedes had a good attitude with him. I, I don't know. I just feel like Mercedes is falling in with the wrong crowd. I feel like she's got a lot of potential. From everything that we've actually seen come out of Mercedes' voice, which isn't a lot, <laughs> it's been good. I like Mercedes yeah. when she talks. Agreed. Unfortunately, she's aligned herself with Mean Girls. She really has. It's not. It's not great. Let's talk about charities. Wrapping that up with Eliza. Oh, I was that say, was just. It was just pointless because there's nothing came of it. All it was, was pointless, except for after being so incredibly wrong about Gary, it was mm-hmm. nice to be right. We both were like, "Yeah, I don't see this as Aaron." <laughs> 
And we were right. Charity affirmed us and was like, yeah, this girl is kind of crazy. And I didn't really believe it. That's not my experience with Aaron, but which also makes me believe like, what did Charity actually say to Kat? And Kat, were you just losing your fucking mind because you lost Tanner and wanted to bring down everyone that were strong couples? I think that it's a good point because I feel like if now that we know they are still like recording audio in the bathroom or whatever, it seems like maybe Kat pulled some shit either at the, maybe the producers asked her to, or she just did it because she was like trying to be a kamikaze or whatever. But it seems like she did go out of her way to like throw a wrench in that relationship. Um, like yeah. at that moment, there's it wasn't just like a spontaneous like, oh, I forgot to tell you about this, like. And it probably, I would guess the producers told her to do that and they told her to do it in the bathroom. And they're like, maybe we won't, because then we won't use it. But it was clearly like a premeditated move. It wasn't just like a conversation that happened. Yeah, I agree with you. It might have been the producers because also like very conveniently, Charity came down two seconds later. Yeah. So, but still, even her willing to do that. I know. She's and, just not good. And then, and then complaining about the edit she's getting. Well, it's like, you can't, you know. You made a deal. This is what it is. It's just everyone else is getting like a fair-ish edit. Like our our vendetta against Kylie and Mercedes is only based on like their friendship. Like I don't feel like anyone else is like getting like a particularly like slanted edit one way or the other. And so I just have to believe this actually is who Kat is. Yeah, and maybe they're overemphasizing it because like they show her screaming and stuff. But I mean, like you're saying these things. Yeah, she sucks. Big time. I wonder if she, I wonder if she'll be on Paradise again in the future. She probably will be if this. If well, she I'm end sure up because I'm sure her and John Henry are not leaving together. Or if they do, they'll be they'll break up very quickly. She's not this, about to live in West Virginia or wherever, <laughs> Virginia Beach. Where do yeah. you think is John Henry's longest relationship? I have no idea, but I I just like feel like he's like a seven month max kind of guy. Plus, he's like underwater a lot of the time. I don't. No, but him and Kat are not lasting more than a month off the show. <laughs> There's just, <laughs> unless Kat was doing it to like spite all of us, then I'll give it six, but that's it. Six months? If she was going yeah. for spite, I would do maximum three. Six is a long time with someone who lives in Virginia Beach and is an underwater welder. <laughs> Does Kat live in LA or San Diego? I think she lives in California. Yeah. I'll look it up right now, but I believe she lives in California. She definitely doesn't live in Virginia Beach. That's for sure. Yeah. I just like, she wants to stay in California. Yeah. She wants to be where she's getting the most attention and she's with her girls. I mean, her name's Kat Rizzo, right? Yeah. Let's see where she's from. Bachelor bio. I don't remember. Kat Rizzo. I never would have guessed that was her name, by the way. Yeah. Rizzo. The oh, Riz. While you're looking that up, uh-huh. Because it just reminded me of doing research. I did get a DM from someone who said, and I was figuring that you would have some intel on this, but they also okay. did a deep dive on Leslie. Uh-huh. And based on her social media, she's been posting a lot more than she ever has. And she seems really happy. And they said, it doesn't seem like she's being self promoting It seems like she's like, I'm so happy. So mm-hmm. she thinks that she's with Gary. Oh, interesting. I saw someone else think that Teresa wins because she's liking all of these comments. But I think Teresa's just looking, she's like glitter girl. She's like looking for, for affirmation. Kat <laughs> is from Tampa, Florida. And her name is Izzo, uh, not Tracks. Rizzo. Tracks, yeah. tracks. That's a little bit better she for should, Virginia she Beach. She should go on what's that show called that I love? Siesta Key. 
Oh. She would fit right in. Apparently, she also lives in North Carolina. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe geographically, it can work well with uh, John Henry. I, th- I think she wants to make her way to LA. Me too. She's giving the performance of a lifetime. Performance yeah. of an absolute lifetime. Who do you think? Which of these couples do you think are still together? Between we don't have that many solid couples. We're like Tyler and Mercedes, <clears throat> Avon and Kylie. No. Yes. John Henry and Kat. So sorry. No. Tyler and Mercedes is a no. No. I agree. Kylie and Avon. The only def- people I think yes. are still together are Kylie and Avon and Eliza and Aaron. Kylie and Avon definitely because he's like defending her on social and stuff. Yeah. Eliza and Aaron, interesting. Yeah, she seems. She seems like she learned a lot from last year, so that's nice. And like, I'm happy. I think for her. that they genuinely are happy, and I think they both actually want to like settle down, be in a relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's great. I really liked. Her. I like her a lot. She's the, like I think the realest person on the show. Like, I feel like the person we're seeing on TV is probably the closest to who she is in real life. I'm not sure that was true last season, but like at this point, I think that's true. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. I think Rachel is pretty much who she is. Yeah. Yeah. She's given so us too. the I'm, exact I'm, same thing and on all of every show she's been on. And it works the best in this setting. I've really come around on her. Also, when she Me was too. on Clayton season, she was fucking whispering all the time. She's not whispered once. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> no. At Clayton season, she was pretty confident until she and wasn't. Then, and then he shanked her. Yeah. It's for the best, though. She shouldn't have been with him. And she, and she found a friendship no. with Gabby. It's all good. So next week, we got Bachelor in Paradise, and we got Fantasy Suites from, from Golden Badge. One thing. Yeah. Previews for next week. Mm-hmm. Did you see Avon dancing? Oh, I did, yeah. Wasn't great. I'm not sure I've had gotten the ick faster. <laughs> In my life. <laughs> I don't think Avon is meant to be goofy. I don't think he should like do goofy. He's got to stay suave and super hot. And he... Yeah, that's absolutely not my type. I need goofy. And seeing him... I, it is... Unexpl- <laughs> it was... I got chills. You're speechless. You, you can't even talk. It's so upsetting for it you. It just <laughs> was so icky. I can't... It wasn't words. It wasn't great. I am looking forward to like activities next week. This was an activity activity less week of paradise, and it's definitely better yeah. when they got the Love Island juice. So I'm excited. Also, I am going to watch Love Island games so we can start talking about that. And then the other thing I was thinking about, Callie, should we do um, Love Island season two for the month of December? Yes, 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 yes. Why not? Right. I've been holding myself back from pressing play. Okay, we're going to do it. We'll come up with a schedule. We'll publicize it. I'm excited. I like one of my... And then I also wanted to do like year-end awards in uh, early December. Oh, yeah, so we we'll did do that, that last as well. year. Yeah, we'll do that as well. And like just one of my personal like top experiences this year was watching Love Island season three. So <laughs> like, like full stop, like anything I did in any way, work, personal life. Like not, not just watching TV in general. No, yes, like in was- general. <laughs> like, like actually, like I, I had such a great time. I remember being in Stockholm and watching on like Swedish Pluto and ha- and like it was in English and there was like Swedish su- subtitles. And I was just like, this is hilarious. I'm having a great time here in Stockholm. <laughs> I just remember you saying that you were like waking up early to watch. Yeah. And like 
how sad we all were when it came to an end. Oh my God. I, I like, I, I remain sad. I, I also remain <laughs> wanting to... <laughs> Jade is excited too. I like Chris from Love Island season three is an all-timer for me. Like I just love him. So <laughs> great stuff. Would you say that that is... Have you ever liked a reality television show more? It's in your greatest of all time. I don't think I have. Like, I don't... I mean, I think... Actually, some early seasons of Real World and Road Rules when I was, like, a teenager, I really... Oh, I really, thought you were say Survivor. Um, that, too. Yeah, there's, I, there's like, one season of Survivor that I really fucking loved a long time ago. But I really... I, I've lost the, like, the, the just the unbridled joy for reality TV somewhat. Um, I'm sort of like Troy Aikman, who clearly, like, hates every quarterback uh, in the NFL. <laughs> when I listen to him call games, I'm like, wow, this man needs to lighten up. That's who I've become. Except when I watch Love Island season three and they just bring so much joy. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so happy. You've that brought you a lot fully to on my the life. Love Island train. You've done so much for me, Callie. <laughs> next, everyone, we gotta get her on Big Brother. That's our next assignment. Okay. It's, it's, I mean, I do like the morning wake up of watching an episode, so that could work. Um, thank you to Jade Whaley for bearing with us, answering my questions about slang, and most importantly, <laughs> producing this podcast. <laughs> And reading our astrology before we started. Yes. Um, <laughs> Monday's guest, Jay Billis. Oh. Can't wait. He's a longtime Bachelor watcher, and we need to hear from the Golden Bachelor-ish demo of men. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great weekend. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.